welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we use intersectional feminism, mindfulness, leadership, and strategy to support smart women to change the world without anxiety, insecurity, and burnout. It is our culture. This, what you come up with, is the cutting edge of music. It is the new music, you know, and I'm always sort of struck by how European countries really, really value their composers and and fund them and really hold them in a high sort of esteem. And here in America, it's, a, it's not like that. On the show, we challenge the status quo and support you to unlearn harmful messages that keep you playing small so you can activate your superpowers and live with joy, confidence, and ease. I'm your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hello, hello, well women. Welcome to the show this week. I'm coming to you from the UK where I'm visiting family and on my way to Vienna. And on the Well Woman show this week, I have Elizabeth Garland, who is an award-winning composer for film and has performed her piano pieces in the US and abroad. Winner of the 2019 International Piano Guild Composition Competition Special Category Award. Second place winner of the International Golden Key Composition Competition in the past. She's performed at the World Composers Concert in Vienna um, in the past. And this year, she is the first prize winner of the Vienna competition in the professional category. And the Golden Key Piano Composition Competition of Vienna has announced all of its winners for the 2022 World Composers Competition, including several children ages, ages 10 to 19, uh, who are students of Elizabeth Garland at the Garland Piano Studio in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Elizabeth Garland is the owner of Garland Piano Studio. And as I said, she won, she won first prize in the professional category for her four-part suite, Precipice. So I'm excited to talk to her about her work. And she just finished a symphony that she'll tell us about. And actually, only 3% of symphonies performed all over the world were composed by women. And she's going to tell us about that. So lots coming up on my interview with well-known composer and performer Elizabeth Garland. And we'll also get to hear a little bit of her winning piece at the Golden Key Music Festival of Vienna. On a personal note, my daughter was one of the winners. Um, she won second place in the elementary category. And so that was pretty exciting. And that's why we're on our, on our way to Vienna. She's going to perform her original piece in Urbar Hall in Vienna in early August. If you're listening to this show as it publishes, that is next week. You can find out more about the festival at goldenkeyfestival.com. You can find all the notes from today's show at wellwomanlife.com slash 294 show. The Well Woman Show is thankful for support from the Well Woman Academy at wellwomanlife.com slash academy. Join us in the academy for community mindfulness practices and practical support to live your well woman life. And now we're going to my interview with Elizabeth Garland. 
I'm speaking with Elizabeth Garland this morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Giovanna. It's so great to be here. Thanks. It's so good to have you on the show. I want to just start by asking you about this, uh, the Golden Key competition that we heard in the introduction, you won first place as a, in the professional category. And you also had several students, including my daughter who also won a a placement. Tell us a little bit about this golden key competition for people who may not ever have heard about it. Don't know the importance of it. Okay, sure. The golden key composition competition is a wonderful international competition where students get to present their own compositions that they've notated and composed. They submit them and they are judged. And then some of the entrants are invited. Many of the entrants are invited to perform at the World Composers Concert in Vienna. That's amazing. And I know that there's like hundreds of of people apply to this from from many many different countries uh, over a, what was it over 40 countries represented yeah, at the competition so. yeah many of the students are similarly very creative people and they may be in different stages of study with piano or or whatever instrument you know they're they're using to compose on You know, so some of them, yes, are quite, quite advanced and will present very advanced pieces and others will present more, you know, beginning or intermediate level composition. But the most incredible thing about it is that you're hearing music from all over the world, you know, new contemporary music, you're hearing all these new voices and they are all in different sort of stages of development. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, that it, it gives this opportunity to children all over the world to, to be recognized for their contributions, right? In Absolutely. It's, it is really incredible for them. And Elizabeth, I want to ask you, why is composition such an important thing in the world and, and to you personally? That's a big question. <laughs> so, you know, I believe that Well, just to start off with, a lot of students come in and learn how to play an instrument, and very few people are given that chance to compose until they have already mastered their instrument. And I think when you begin composition while you're studying, you are really assimilating all these different parts of learning music and playing music, you know, from understanding the the basic foundation of, you know, scales and arpeggios and uh, chord structure to also the creativity that comes, you know, from mastering all of those skills and putting them into a piece. And I believe this is all very important because it is our culture. This what you come up with is the cutting edge of music. It is the new music, you know, and I'm always sort of struck by how European countries really, really value their composers and, and fund them and really hold them in a high sort of esteem. And here in America, it's, it's not like that. It's not the same. No, it's really, it's, it's just not. Yeah. I know. It's, so it's, I, I want to do everything I can to sort of 
put this, you know, in the forefront of, of our society as much as I am able to. Yes. And I, I want to just name the students from Garland Piano Studio that won a prize. And they are Isaac Amor Garcia. He won in the senior category for, he won second place for Esperanza dos Bailes Españoles. Also Octavia Rossi Presley, my daughter, and we mentioned her already, won in the elementary category second place for the robot and the wolf. We also had Natalia Sofia Lopez Hinojosa in the junior category she won third place for her piece called Dublin and also Sims Lynn Cannon in the senior category, uh, fourth place. And her piece was called Cirque Solitaire. And we'll also talk about your piece in a moment, Elizabeth, but what would you like to say to your students? These four amazing (laughs) kiddos are not, some of them are a little older, but that won these prizes and, and what would you like to say to them? And also just about, about their pieces or about the process? Well, I, I feel like a huge congratulations is in order for all of these kids. This takes incredible dedication and focus to not only compose the piece, but then to notate it correctly and and put this together in a beautiful way so that it is admissible to this competition. I feel so proud of all of them. And I'm so glad that Octavia and Natalia are able to go to the World Composers concert. I know Isaac has gone several times and performed, and perhaps someday Sims will be able to as well. Yeah. And I actually want to ask you, so usually the parent is not at all witnessing or involved in the process because because usually the student goes to the piano class and you have, you know, a private lesson and then then they come back and they practice. But because COVID, we were doing a lot of Zoom lessons with you. And so I actually got to witness the the progression and the process of this composition. Right. And it was like opening up, you know, my eyes were open to this in a way that I had, they hadn't been before. And I, it's sort of like something that you really don't understand how it happens. Like, I don't understand how, you know, music is composed. I'm not a musician. I don't understand how like a painting, you know, becomes a painting. (laughs) It's like all these pieces that go into it, but you had a really interesting, lovely process that started with you know, writing a story. And can you walk us through just a little bit of that process so so people can understand that? Sure. Well, this this year, because we were on Zoom, I wanted to do something a little different and have have all of the students really get to tap into all their different sort of creative faculties with art and music and you know, writing. So this year, and I don't always do this, um, but I thought it was kind of cool. I had the children think of a story and then write it down, or at least, you know, write parts of it down and get really comfortable with the characters and then try to try, try to find a voice for each of those characters in their piece or try to find a a through line of the story in their piece so that the piece sort of emerged from that. And like in Octavia's story, which is so creative and awesome about the robot and the wolf, you know, she has this orphaned robot who runs away from the factory where she's, you know, being mistreated 
into the forest, meets a wolf and a woodsman who lives, you know, deep in the woods who rescues animals. And then there's a huge fire. I mean, it's just all these really unusual pieces that have come together for this composition. And you listen to her piece and it's it's like you can hear that. It's just really, really interesting, you know, how well, she's taken aspects from all of that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for summarizing that. That's really lovely to hear, hear that. And what I loved was the way you asked the children, you said, okay, here's part of the story. Now, what does that sound like? And then they would just play what the story sounded like to them. I, yeah, I think that that way it takes a lot of pressure off because if you're sort of sitting there and sometimes like sitting with a blank canvas and saying, okay, now paint something. That's, that's kind of hard, you know, but if you are trying to find the sound of a robot, you know, it, it really will bring something out that sounds like a robot or a fire, you know, or a Mm -hmm. wolf. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, it will, it will bring something out of you and you'll hear as you're touching the keys, oh, this, you know, this sounds kind of like a wolf might sound or feel, you know? So, um, so I think it did, it did kind of help. I, I enjoyed that process with them. I I thought it was amazing just watching the whole, the whole process unfold, you know, and, and it sounds like a couple of the pieces were definitely pandemic themed, like, possibly Cirque Solitaire sounds like it might have come out of some sort of solitude in the pandemic. I'm not sure. Um, And I I just, I just like, no, maybe that's not correct, but uh, the title sounded like it. And then your piece as well. And I want to get into talking about your piece, Elizabeth, as a, as a composer and a performer, you have had a quite a career of your own. And as we heard in the introduction, just many, many accomplishments, including the 2021 commissioned composer for New Mexico and the 2019 International Piano Guild Composition Competition winner, Arts Hub Fellow, Virtual Visionaries Grant Recipient, and Urban Enhancement Trust Fund Fellow. I mean, these are amazing accolades. Can you tell listeners just a little bit about the piece that that you created that won first place in the professional category at this Golden Key Festival in Vienna. Thanks, Giovanna, for that. I wrote this piece, Precipice. This is a pandemic piece, and um, it does focus on, on the different sort of stages of, you know, that we went through during during the pandemic and so you know the first piece is called runaway and it just feel it's a solo piano piece and it just feels very that initial fear i think and insanity that we had at the you know in in the march of of 2020 mm-hmm. and then the second piece was always called um mother child and it was about loss and that is a piece for solo, uh, for piano and violin. And then the third part of the piece is a looping cello, drums, and piano piece. And it's called Resistance. And that 
really focused on all of the rioting that was happening, all of the emergence of different power struggles Mm -hmm. that we were having and, you know, the turmoil that we were going through. And then the final piece is piano, violin, and cello, and it's called Alchemy. And it's where we all kind of combine all of our experiences into something that's more beautiful and useful for the globe. Mm. So it's it's a piece that I actually made a film um, to go with this for my a commission composer um, project last year. And so, you know, so there's a film that goes along with the music. And I was fortunate to work with some really talented um, performers, drummer Danny Manweller and looping cellist um, Keely Mackey, who I've worked with a lot, and um, Rob Janoff, who's an incredible violinist and also a looper, but he he didn't loop in this case and just played acoustic violin and electric violin. He was incredible too. Wonderful. Okay, I'm speaking with Elizabeth Garland, uh, composer and performer and owner of Garland Piano Studio in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, Elizabeth has several students that won prizes at the Golden Key Music Festival of Vienna. Two of them will be heading to Vienna and playing their pieces 
in Vienna in Urbar Hall on August 3rd. And we'll be right back. You're invited to join me for a brand new monthly group experience over in the Well Woman Academy. This is a monthly group that includes access to the full six-week course based on feminism, mindfulness, and the Well Woman Life Framework. It includes weekly groups coaching sessions with me, as well as office hours and a private Facebook group to share and grow. Don't get me wrong, this is hard work. But with these tools, you will easily find the time to do the course, get the coaching, and reach your goals monthly. If you find yourself worrying about whether you'll ever make it in the thing you're pursuing, waking up in the middle of the night with anxiety, lacking the energy you need to get everything done, stuck in some aspect of leading your team, procrastinating on moving forward with projects and tasks, or in a leadership role but second-guessing yourself constantly, I'd love to introduce you to the Well Woman Academy. It's for smart, high-achieving women changing the world who want to overcome anxiety, burnout, perfection and insecurity. The result? You get to live your well woman life. A life of joy, ease, and abundance, even when things are tough all around you. Visit wellwomanlife.com slash academy to learn more. We're back on the Well Woman Show. Elizabeth, we're going into our final segment here called Superpowers for Success, where I get to ask you a few quick questions that help listeners get to know you a bit better as a leader, as the you know, awesome woman that you are in the world. (laughs) And the first question, this is sort of rapid fire. So we'll just go through this quickly, but what does success in life mean for you? No, that's not a hard question at all to answer. (laughs) I feel like success for me is being able to do what I love and show my daughters an example of, you know, someone who is passionate and driven to make change. I love it. And when did you know, Elizabeth, that you were really good at what you do? <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like I'm always sort of questioning that. I I just know it's the thing that I love to do the most. I And I think you know, that kind of happened in my 20s. And I've really realized, you know, that I was a composer and that was my calling. Okay. And can you describe a personal habit that contributes to your well-being so that you can do all of these things that you do in the world? I write, I keep a journal, and I think it's really important to write about my goals. And I love to swim and, you know, walk. And I love to listen to music. I love to hear, you know, both the new stuff that's coming out and I love classical orchestral music. So I guess the, and the other component is trying to seek out people who will always challenge me to be better. Mm, That's such a good one. Okay. And what superpower did you discover you had only to realize it was there all the time? I I think I might have to say composition because I, you know, I know that I used to mess around a lot on the piano when I was little and it's, you know, it's something that always gave me joy and it wasn't for a long time that I finally gave myself permission to kind of explore that. Yeah. Great. And then what advice would you give your younger self, say 25 year old Elizabeth? (laughs) Oh no. I would say to her to be true to herself. 
Good advice. And, and that can mean so many different things, right? And we could spend a whole nother hour talking about that, but that's but true. thank you for, for offering that. And Elizabeth, do you identify as a feminist or a social change maker? I don't know, Giovanna. I mean, I definitely, I want to empower women and I want young girls to find their voice I don't know if that makes me a classic feminist. I I don't know that I, I want that label. You know, I definitely believe in the power of, of women to make change. And yeah. I think there's a lot of change that needs to be made. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, like, if I can just speak to that for one second. In 2018, I think the statistic is like 3% of the symphonies performed all over the world were composed by women and having just finished writing my first full symphony I you know I feel like here I am looking for an orchestra now to play this piece and I I try not to think of that statistic but yet it's hard not to so I'm you know I think that we have to just push forward constantly and remember that our voice is different but just as important you know, as, as the men's. Absolutely. That's incredible. I'm glad you brought that up. It gives, uh, you know, good context too, for your work and your, your leadership in your field. And last question, Elizabeth, what are you reading right now? What's on your nightstand? I am reading the Alice Network and a thousand places for a woman to go in France. So awesome. I love <laughs> and it. I just finished Malala, which was one of my daughter's uh, Battle of the Books books. Mm. But I'm loving the Alice Network. It's it's really cool. Okay, great. We will link to those books in our show notes. We always love to gather all the books that our wonderful guests are reading. What a good idea. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. You can go back through, you know, past shows and, and look at what everybody's reading. But um, that's really cool. Elizabeth, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much. Giovanna, thank you so much. And thank you for your wonderful daughter and you know, I'm just so happy to have met you guys and really thank you for this opportunity to speak about this today. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week. So be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for the well woman show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.